This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Port, CEO of Rocket Matter, and the author of the ABA's number one bestseller, The Lean Law Firm. Very excited to have on our podcast today the connected lawyer himself, Brian Sims. So ladies and gents, we have one of the most tech-loving, tech-knowledgeable, and tech-interested lawyers here in Brian, who is also a contract attorney practicing right out of the Chicagoland area in Naperville. So welcome, Brian. Thanks, Larry. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. So, um, you know, I, I find it fascinating. You know, I'm, I'm a software engineer at heart, so obviously that I'm tech-interested. You're a lawyer. I'm, I'm always interested, you know, in hearing like kind of the, the journey of lawyers who are so tech interested as, as yourself is. Uh, could you tell me a little bit about how you got interested in it and, um, and why you think it's important for attorneys to be up to speed on tech? Sure. So the, the first part of how I got interested really started, uh, even before I even considered being a lawyer. And that was in, uh, my freshman year of college. Uh, a guy on my, uh, dorm floor convinced me to go with him to uh, join the college newspaper. And uh, this was 1989, I guess it was, Right. Uh, when I was there. And they were still doing things uh, literally cut and paste, as in cut it out, put it on a light box, and lay it out. Yeah, I remember and, that. Uh, I did that, too, for my high school newspaper. And uh, the guy, the guy who convinced me to go, uh, was a computer guy, and he convinced them to convince the college newspaper to buy a Mac and to use uh, Quark as the uh, layout software. And I just saw at that point how much easier switching to the technology and using that technology made publishing the newspaper. Uh, that that was just that was a sea change in how we were doing things uh, by doing that. So uh, when I saw that, that sort of started my interest in technology, and I just uh, stuck with it after that and clear through law school. When I was in law school, it was the uh, mid '90s, and uh, in order to get an email address, because they certainly, <laughs> it's hard to imagine, <laughs> but uh, email certainly wasn't ubiquitous as it is now. And in, in order to get an email address uh, for my law school, I had to go through the computer science department and get a special email assigned to me uh, so to use funny. in law school. I remember that, yeah. too. You'd have to actually go to the department and talk to somebody, and they'd give you a piece of paper with your email address on it. Right, yeah, and convince them that, yes, I have a reason to uh, to have this. So it was it's a whole different world back then. Wow. So um, – and you do a lot of uh, speaking on uh, to, to other attorney audiences – on the subject of technology and a lot of the things that you focus on are paperless techniques. Um, can you talk a little bit about like why this is of interest to you and what you like to tell people to do? Absolutely. So paperless uh, is is big for me uh, simply because I've lived it, both the uh, paper world and the paperless world. And I'm a firm believer that there's no single thing that you can do uh, to better improve your law firm than to go paperless. So that's the and number one thing to do is to go paperless. That's it. And, and it, you have uh, benefits across the board in terms of efficiency and time, recovery, access, the ability to uh, secure and access your documents. Uh, it's just 
there are benefits uh, that are practically uh, can't be counted. Uh, but uh, it's that's that's really important to me uh, in trying to get that word out to attorneys that this is the thing to do. And the thing that I have to explain to them is that paperless doesn't mean that there's no paper in your office. I, I wish that were the case. Right. <laughs> I buy I still buy plenty of paper. Uh, last week I had a printer break. I just bought a new printer. Uh, so I'm still printing things. There's still paper in my office. The idea is that uh, with a paperless office, really what you're what it should be called is a digital office that your your file resides foremost and primarily on your computer in a digital format. You may have paper copies of things, uh, but that's just what they are. They're copies. Uh, so you can do with them as you wish. You can throw them away. You can keep them. You can shred them, uh, whatever it is that you need to do to do with them. Uh, but the idea is that your it's your digital file, what you've got stored on your computer. And then once it's there, it's very easy to share with the other people in your office or with your clients or whoever uh, that way. And there are some things that you can do uh, when you're going paperless uh, to help make that easier. I like to say that the, the biggest problem going paperless is not a, it's not a technological one like the technology that stuff is simple it's established it's rock solid and uh, in reality most people probably have everything or just about everything they need to go paperless the the real issue is people and, and processes and stuff right right they they don't want to let go of this is how we've always done it or this is you know the way i do it or i need to have my file or this piece of paper in a particular folder uh, to get along and what i find a lot of times is that that process of going paperless for a period of time a lot of uh, firms and attorneys end up at duplicating their effort. They'll save everything electronically, and then also they'll save all the paper too. And then they gradually uh, stop filing that paper, and then they <laughs> gradually realize, uh, you know, I've got a whole bunch of paper here that's taken up a bunch of room in my office, and I haven't looked at it in, you know, months uh, because it's much easier to pull up whatever I need on the computer than to go try to track down that individual piece of paper. Oh yeah. I mean, um, when you walk into places that are still doing the paper filing thing, it's, uh, it just, you just, you just gotta, you, you instantly start calculating in your mind if you're paperless, how much time they're spending on this that they shouldn't be spending on it. It's, it's, it's like, it's like this, are you the same way as me? It's like this almost involuntary reaction. Yeah, um, so I like I start to get hives. Like how how can you do anything? You walk in and you know this the attorney's got you know stacks of paper everywhere. Like how can you fi find anything that you're looking for or keep track of it or or anything else? I just I can't I can't uh, fathom it actually. All right, so, I talk to, well to let's say you're a paper like you're, you're running a paper. A papered office, not a paperless or digital office. I like the digital idea. That sounds a lot more slick. Um, you know, if, and and you want to move in this direction, and and you hear from guys like you that is probably the single most important thing to do. What is the number one step you should maybe take first to get yourself down this path? Because you know, it, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, so it's not overwhelming. Like, what would what would you recommend they do? 
So the, the first thing I recommend, and this sounds kind of simplistic, but it really does make a difference, is just buy bigger monitors. Uh, I hear all the time that people, you know, from attorneys, I uh, like to feel the paper or whatever. But in reality, you put them in front of a large monitor where they can take that document that they're having trouble reading uh, because they haven't gotten their glasses prescription changed in two years, and they're holding the document out at arm's length. And you put it on a big monitor, and you can blow it up using your PDF software to 200%, and you can read it from across the room. Um, once, once people see that, that's pretty amazing uh, that it becomes actually easier uh, to look at this stuff uh, on a computer monitor than it is on paper. And monitors are so cheap now. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy not to do that. I, I go in and I still, still see people like these little 17-inch monitors, and it's like – you're you're uh you're just crazy that uh you it's so get, inexpensive now they're so cheap uh, just get them and yeah. then the the other thing i'm a big fan of is sort of the uh, i like to call it the double-sided coin of convenience which is uh more scanners and fewer printers i got you uh, so that, you know, the more you can have a scanner at everybody's desk, so it's really easy for somebody who's sitting at their desk who gets a document or a piece of paper or whatever, just put it on the scanner and boom, it's in the computer and in the system and it's taken care of, uh, the better off everybody will be because then you don't get a backlog. You don't have to wait to, you know, get it out to have some central filing authority take care of it or whatever. If it's right there on your desk, you can do it. And then the flip side of that is um, you, not everybody needs a printer in their office. Uh, I know a lot of places have gone to that, basically because printers are relatively uh, inexpensive. Uh, but uh, the if you make it less convenient for people to print, they print less. Yeah. And then, Put it on the network, learn. make it break all the time, you know, the, things like that. Right. <laughs> Right, and there's an expense to uh, to keeping them up. So, and and I really actually I stumbled on that uh, solution by accident when I hired my assistant. I didn't want to buy a printer right away. I figured I'd get to it later. Then I figured out that because the printer was back on my end of the office, she printed less. So, uh, I just never bought another one because it works out. I mean, we print the amount of stuff we need to print, but uh, we're not just printing extra stuff to print it. So uh, those are I, I love those tips because it's not like okay sit down with your software and get cranking these are like things that like Im impact how you work during the day those are very smart um, now one thing uh, just out of shameless self interest I know that you moved to Rocket Matter about a year ago can you can you talk a little bit about what precipitated the move to our software and and what your results have been so far. Sure. Uh, the the thing that 100% drove me uh, to you guys, uh, well, you and the everybody else I looked at, ultimately I selected Rocket Matter, but uh, that was I wanted to go to the cloud. Uh, I had uh, been using uh, traditional time and billing and practice management software from Tabs 3. Uh, honestly, I loved it. Uh, and it worked great when I was the only person in my office because I could just carry it around on my computer and that was no problem because I didn't have to share it with anyone. And when I got an assistant, uh, that didn't work so well. And I worked a couple of years 
doing some virtual desktop stuff to get it in the cloud so we could all access it. And that was just that was too much headache, and I didn't uh, enjoy it. I hated working in that environment, so I decided I wanted to move to the cloud, uh, use somebody who was there natively. And uh, so I test drove uh, pretty much all the ones that were out there and I selected you guys and it's been a good uh, couple of years. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so Brian, you know, if, um, this is a 10 minute podcast, so we're just about out of time. If people want to get in touch with you, um, how should they do that? The easiest way is, uh, they can go to my blog, the collected, the connected lawyer.com, uh, easy to find, uh, mostly because, most people spell my name wrong, so if they try to Google me, they add an extra M in there, and they can never find me. <laughs> but gotcha. if you go to connectedlawyer.com, you can find me and then track me down. Uh, I like to say I'd rather talk about this stuff than practice law most of the time. <laughs> uh, it's just fun and interesting, and uh, it can really uh, – adopting the right practices can make it a lot easier for uh, you to practice law. Well, wonderful. Brian, thank you so much. And that's The Connected Lawyer. And um, really appreciate your time today. Well, thanks a lot. It's a pleasure being here and talking to you, Larry. Thanks. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.